When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing, and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Shooting up your butthole Welcome everyone to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, junior editor at the website I said. Mr. Sunday is also a name that I go by. With me is Nick Mason. Mr. Nick Mason. That's the name I go by. <laughs> How are you going? I'm excellent, thank you, sir. Sure, that's great. Mm. Do you have any personal news before we get on with this podcast? It's been a big week for movie news. Ah, uh. Oh, I went to see the James Bond exhibition. Yes, you did. I did, Even though you promised we'd go together, you still went. Yeah, I betrayed you, I think. (laughs) And again, once again, this is your forum for announcing various betrayals that have happened in your personal life. That's what you do, evidently, in this. It's all a bit of subterfuge, so you can... (laughs) But you did did text me throughout the day, though. With pictures of the delightful... Yeah. You know what? It's it's supposed to represent the 23 Bond films that have been released, the 23 official ones. Yes. There's a lot of stuff from Die Another Day, <laughs> which is the last Pierce Brosnan Bond film, and it's definitely the worst Bond film and potentially the worst film of all time. <laughs> yeah, it's not good in any way. Do you reckon it's the worst Bond film? Yeah. It probably is. Yes. I mean, I haven't seen them all, but... Uh, You've seen that one, I've though. seen that one. You can is... extrapolate based on the, the paragliding, the one where it, Bond is trying to escape... A giant laser beam fired from space using yeah. a paraglider that he's fashioned himself. Yeah, from a, from from a, a jet drag, car. a jet drag racer, and it's all CGI. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, it's, a, it's actually a really good exhibition. Yeah. Golden Gun. I, see, I, I, didn't, I took photos. You only sent me the Die Another Day photos. I sent, I, I sent you the, the robot suit from Die Another Day, yep. the electrical robot suit. The diamonds from Diamond the Face. Di- the diamonds that end up in Diamond Face's <laughs> face. 
Hence getting him the moniker Diamond Face. Why did they create that character and give him any other name than Diamond Face? <laughs> I don't Everybody know. in the world calls him Diamond Face. Yeah, that's not just us? No, it's not just us. Okay. Uh, and then, let's see, there's the golden gun. There's the space laser guns from Moonraker. Oh, that's good. Pretty great. Yeah. There's uh, the, the mobile phone that he uses to control his BMW. Look at that quality. That Look touch, at that tech. That touchscreen mobile phone Amazing. that he uses. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, pretty great. And then I got to the end and I was going to send you... Some some they were playing Die Another Day on a screen because apparently they just Die Another Day in the last just clips from it in the last in the last room yeah and I was going to send you some pictures of that because I know you love it so much I do so much but then the security guard bailed me up and said hey stop taking photos and I said do you mean stop taking photos of that movie that I can see anywhere (laughs) like on the internet or on television or anything like that. The, the, the most non-exclusive. I didn't say that, but just, the most non-exclusive. Because you can't reason with the security no, guard. Yeah, he'll like, just, okay, just bash you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but you stop taking. Photos. Anyway, if you're in Melbourne, uh, go see that because it's yeah. really great. If you're a fan of Bond, or if you're kind of a non-fan of Bond, and you just like making snarky comments about yeah. all the, yeah, that's probably more more us. Yeah, we're exactly. fans of Bond, aren't we? I love Bond. You know, the problem with Die Another Day is, aside from it's really bad. Yes. It came out the same year, I think, as uh, the Bored Identity. Oh, so it's like, and there were, you know, that like, is a stark contrast. That is it sure not? is, and you know, that kind of then Bourne Identity fashioned what would become whatever Bond is now. Yes, people who pull their teeth out. Yeah, that's... with acid face. Oh, there was, there was, uh, yeah, there's that was that was there that costume as well. Raul Silver. Yeah, Raul Silver's costume. Yeah. Was pretty great. That's your favourite Bond film, isn't it? It's Skyfall. not. It's the, my least favourite. Oh, and here's the Madonna costume from Die Another Day. Very good. Madonna, Madonna's fencing outfit. Wow. Pretty great. I wish everyone could see these, but you can't see that movie anymore. Maybe if you follow Mason on Twitter at Wikipedia Brown, he'll put those things up. No. Oh, all right, fine. I've <laughs> got personal news. Oh, really? I killed a giant spider this morning. I woke up and there was a giant spider in my room. Literally nobody's interested in that. Well... Like barely anybody was interested in my, my James Bond my James Bond tour, but alright, do what you want. That's my personal news. Great. Should we get to actual news? I've got more spider related. I could stretch that story out a oh, bit. Oh, please do. You killed it, you didn't put it outside. You're a monster. Well, it was giant and I sprayed it with a can and it didn't move. So I'm like, no, I have to squash this giant spider. You were awesome. afraid it was going to retaliate late at night. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> it could have wielded a knife. It was enormous. <laughs> okay. X-Men... Oh, no, before I get to that. Shia LaBeouf news. Oh, you know what? We did say them. We've had the moratorium, but you know what? It just keeps on rolling. I know. Look, I only want to touch on this briefly. Two people on Twitter reached out to us. Oh, should we, should we back up for people who don't oh, know? Oh, good idea. News? Yeah, yeah. Shia LaBeouf stole a, a comic book storyline yes. to create his short film. Yes. And then an apology that... Apology to the creator of that film, uh, of that comic book. The, his apology ripped off other people's works. Yes. And then he did more apologies, all of which were ripped off. Then he claimed that it was all part of some sort of art installation that he <laughs> created. Of course, yes. And then, I don't know, what, what's he doing now? And, well, that, now basically... Now that, he claimed that, that he was going to have produce some sort of art project where yes. people could go into a room and see him, or a man who looks like him, with a bag, bag over his head, yeah. but it looks physically a bit like him, yeah. and then there were some objects in the room, and you could do whatever you want with the objects, like you could slap him with a yeah. big fish or something, whatever <laughs> whatever it was. And so people are like, oh, he's, he's making repentance somehow in an artful way, but it turns out, doesn't it? <laughs> Courtesy of Aaron Mitton. Mm. Did I say that wrong? Probably. Probably. Sorry, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> that it's possibly from an episode of House, or... Courtesy of David, it's a Marina Abramovich piece 
a similar thing where she lined up a whole lot of items and people were allowed to do what she wanted. That is very, that looks yeah. exactly like. Uh, that's it. That is, it's... And that scenario turned very, very ugly very quickly as yeah, well. People... I, I read the, I read the article he sent and it was, it started off people were like, oh, it's a bit of fun or whatever. And then people just turned on her and just started pull like, gun, pull the gun yeah, on her. Yeah, cutting like her clothes and yeah. poking her with rose thorns and stuff. So yeah. But Mason. Yes. People in glass houses should not throw stones. And I'll tell you why. Oh. <laughs> You remember that last week we spoke about Indiana Jones and how he doesn't, uh, he's not helpful in his yes. movies. He's just like along for the ride, but most, except for Temple of Doom, things would have played out exactly the same, uh-huh. if not better. Are we incorrect in that assumption? There. Well, no, we are correct in that assumption. Good. But apparently, I put that up on Comic Book Movie. First of all, people, people do not like if you make fun of Indiana Jones. <laughs> A lot of death threats. Yep. A lot of people calling us dickheads. Fantastic. That's fine. That's that's, that's part right. of the internet. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. But apparently, we were accused of taking it from an episode of The Big Bang Theory, where that same theory I've is... literally never seen The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I've seen five first of, all, of The Big Bang Theory. First of all, all of you who did that, take off your fedoras and cover your face in shame with them. <laughs> because if you were watching that, you can all go to hell. I haven't seen that, but it is reasonable that... We've come to the same conclusion. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. And it's apparently, though, they also took it from, um, you know, uh, David Wong from uh, Cracked. Oh, from Cracked, okay. Yeah, yeah. he's uh-huh. Cracked writer. His net real name's Jason Pargin, and he's also on the Cracked podcast quite a bit, which yeah. is a good podcast. Everyone should listen to that. That's They took it from his book, This Book is Filled with Spiders. Seriously, do don't touch it. Should we buy that book? Yeah, Amazon. why not? Let's buy it from Amazon.com. As, as, as penance. <laughs> penance for stealing. But to be fair, you did say at the start of that thing that this has probably floated on the internet before. Did I ever? Yeah. But hey, that being said, maybe we're the Shia LaBeouf this week, Mason. Oh, maybe we're the maybe Shia LaBeouf. Maybe all of us are the Shia LaBeouf. Wow. So there you go. I, I don't watch The Big Bang Theory. I've watched about 10, 15 minutes of it. But I reckon there doesn't... Probably a month doesn't go by when someone goes to me, do you watch The Big Bang Theory? And I say no, because it's easier than explaining why it's the probably the worst show ever made. So I say no, and they go, you should watch it, you'd love it. Yeah. And I go, I'll check it out. It's got lots of references to things <laughs> yeah. that you like. You I've seen, it, it, it's Flash a Flash t-shirt. Flash t-shirt. Green Lantern t-shirt. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton's in it sometimes. <laughs> so there you go. If you want to watch a good show that references comics and movies and pop culture, Community is the show to watch. That's very watch true. Community. Mm. Jesus. Yeah. Big Bang Theory. Anyway. On to more Shia Two and a half men, though. Boy, back on point. <laughs> what Oof. a show. Is that still on? I have no idea. Ashton Kutcher is oh. the guy now. Fantastic. Yeah. Because Charlie Sheen does another show for something else. I don't know what. But hey. And he got fired for drugs and being a dickhead or whatever. Right. <laughs> Did That's you time see... he tried to shoot his girlfriend. That's right, all exactly. All those things. <laughs> Did you see all the X-Men Days of Future Past Empire magazine covers? I did. Did you see some of them? No, I saw all of them. Did you see all of them? I think so. What did you think of them in general? Uh, There's two I want to talk about in particular, but in general, what's your vibe? What's your vibe, Mason? Like my my laid-back vibe? Yeah. They look pretty good. I would say the standouts are... I I would imagine a lot of people are against the Future Sentinel. Yes, uh, I do want to talk about that. Yep. But I feel that makes sense. Yes. Because... He's basically... It looks like he's made up of a series of dominoes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or like nanotechnology a, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I feel that... Like Die Another Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that obviously the first design is going to be based on 1960s technology. Yes. And it is going to look more sort of technicolor and comic booky yeah. in that way. But they've, they've got to realize that these, these guys are facing the X-Men. They've got a lot of powers and they've got a lot of 
you know, it's... It, can, that's not going to pose a lot of a challenge. You're no, gonna, you can't just have a solid kind of a robot yeah. that can stomp around because yeah, yeah. a lot of things can happen to that. Yeah, that yeah. The artificial intelligence in this, whatever in the film, is going to gonna take over this Sentinel production, yeah. whether it's Master Mold or whoever. Yeah. He's going to need to upgrade that tech mm. to, to effectively fight the X-Men and defeat them. So sure. why not nanotechnology? I think it looks great. All right. I mean, we haven't seen it in motion. Actually, well, that's, that's what I said. Look. I was okay with it. People ask me, like, what do you think? I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, and there's probably a whole lot of stuff in between that we might see, but, you know, yeah. it, 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 it works enough. And yeah. we haven't seen it in motion, like you said. Mm. So uh, there you go. But anyway, I think it looks great. Cool. In contrast... <laughs> I am liking the look of Quicksilver less and less. Wow, really? Yeah. So you initially really loved it? I didn't love it at all. I thought it looked dumb, but who cares, because it's Quicksilver. It's a Wolverine film. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Yes. You're right. You're Wolverine, right. McKellen, Patrick Stewart. Until they Professor X him. Yeah. The plot. As they often do. Yeah. As they always do. Yeah, what's going on with that Quicksilver outfit? Mm, he's got goggles now. I know. I mean, I know it's the 70s, uh-huh. so you got to kind of have a retro kind of outfit. But there is, it's just... It's not good in any way. Not at all. But I think people are really hung up on this character of Quicksilver that nobody seemed to care about before Marvel were interested. And then also X-Men. It's not a major character. It doesn't really matter, but it's a pretty dumb look, isn't it? Realistically. It really is, yeah. yeah. He doesn't even look streamlined. There's no. a lot of pockets on that jacket. <laughs> Would a guy need to wear glasses who can go super fast? I know the Flash doesn't wear glasses because I'm assuming the, fl- the Flash has kind of like... He's got a heat shield. Yeah. Okay, mm. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Because you'd have some kind of, I don't know, tough skin or whatever, so if things hit you, you wouldn't explode. Because if you went a certain speed, your skin would just peel off. Well, like, exactly, I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So his skin would be tough enough that he probably wouldn't need goggles, right? Because otherwise, if it wasn't, he'd just turn okay, inside well, out I, like a I, sausage. Okay, well, he doesn't have skin on his eyes. No, but, but obviously... If he closed his eyes, I guess. But, but that would... if he's, it's like Superman being hit with a bullet in the eye and Superman yeah. returns. You would think that the mutation that created the super speed would also create some sort of protection against moving at that super exactly. speed. Exactly. And yes. it's like having super strength but not invulnerability. So if you hit somebody super hard, your hand wouldn't just bust into a thousand pieces. Yeah, exactly. Because you need the invulnerability to go with mm. super strength. Yeah. God, comics are... It's crazy, aren't it's they? It's crazy, isn't it? All the things that happen in comics. Anyway, the goggles look dumb. Hopefully he doesn't wear them at all. I hope he wears them all the time. I hope he just wears them on top of his head, steampunk style. People are saying that this has got it. Like, what? what's Brian Singer's reluctance to... Uh, to include comic book style suits. Because X-Men First Class class leaned towards that. The Wolverine ended with that deleted scene, which is not obviously in the movie, where he's got that comic book style suit. Uh-huh. Do you think he's going to include the comic book style suits? Or do you think we're just not going to see them? I... And if we're not, what's his problem, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's his hang-up? What's his 1970s hang-up, man? I think that we're going to see a few little bits and... A few little colourful bits and pieces. I think in this kind of... In this X-Men universe... The colourful costumes all belong in the past. Yeah. Like the the sixties and seventies were the time for kind of garish sure. outfits yeah. and what have you. In the modern day, they're going to look ridiculous. Yeah. And not the 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 future is for serious business. It's not for silly costumes. <laughs> You're right. I mean, if they're if they're fighting an apocalyptic wasteland, yeah, they're not going to wear a bright coloured costume, are mm, they? No. Because you'll get killed by that Domino Man that's stomping about. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's also been confirmed that you know the the apocalypse follow up. Uh huh. That Brian Singer's doing in 2016. Yes. That looks like it's moving forward with. Unless this movie completely bombs, which I don't think it will. It's, do you know it's the second most expensive movie of all time? Really? Behind Avatar. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, a lot riding on this. Yeah. I think they've probably gone a bit too big too soon. Do you have a figure there, or is it? No. Oh, it's, it's, I think it's about 200 million. Okay. That's roughly, yeah. It's a lot of money. USD. Ooh. Yeah. So basically, um, when Ap- in Apocalypse, there was that rumor going around that there was a scene at the end of Days of Future Past where Apocalypse kind of crash lands into Earth and he's an alien and he takes over Magneto. 
for some reason. It, I can see your face. You look angry. I'm, it's, yeah, it's not a real I'm thing. It's not a real Good. thing. Brian Singh has debunked that. But he's saying what Who he's even gonna... invented that? First of all, why are we talking about the post credit <laughs> sequence in a film that isn't out yet? First of all. Second of all, that's ridiculous. Who invented the idea that he was an alien that came down from space? Someone on the internet. Oh, yeah. I couldn't... I could probably track them down. Please. Please do. <laughs> then we go into their house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Go beat them up. Good. And basically, he was... He wants to do it like Apocalypse is an ancient mutant uh-huh. and explore the concept of what would people think of mutants before there's science. Right. And also... But more more than that, what would mutants think of themselves? Do they think they're gods or demons or angels or whatever? Mm. So he wants to explore that side of it. So that uh, assuming that that means that Apocalypse will be an ancient mutant. I would hope so. That is well, that's his, that is the whole deal with yeah. him, yes. And he's got goggles. He's got so many goggles. <laughs> Just goggles upon goggles. Do you want a fun fact about Superman Returns? Yes. Brian Singer's come back and said... Oh, wait, Superman Returns. That's the <laughs> worst one. All right, fine. Anyway. Go ahead. Brian Singer, who directed Superman Returns. He needs a win in this X-Men Apocalypse. I'm not X-Men Apocalypse. X-Men Days of Future Past, by the way. Mm. Jack the Giant Slay- Slayer, Valkyrie, Superman Returns were his last movies before the X-Men movies. And they've handed him this, the yeah. second most expensive film of all time. Yeah. It's amazing how people, quickly people turned on him, though, when he came back to X-Men. Because they're like, even though they were, people liked those X-Men people 1 and 2 People very the quickly time. turned on us, though, didn't they? A lot of death threats. <laughs> a lot of death by bullwhip. We did make fun of A lot of death by replica bullwhip. <laughs> Anyway, um, what was it? Yeah, so Superman returns. He said if he was, if he had to do it again, he's still not hundred percent sure why people don't like it. You know, but <laughs> I could see your quizzical face. I think mm. you know why. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hate it. I think I've said that before. It's fine. He said he would have done it as a reboot, which is all well and good in hindsight. Mm. But in the sequel, which kind of fizzled out, he said he didn't get kicked off. It just kind of fizzled out. Okay, that he would have featured Darkseid as the villain. Well, coulda, woulda, shoulda. <laughs> he can say that now. Like it's all, it's all sour grapes now. Hey guys, I would have I would have put in the best villain of all time. It's a shame none of you liked it. Shame yeah. none of you supported me because I would have been great. Also, he said he didn't cast um Henry Cavill, Cavill. because he didn't. He's not enough like Christopher Reeves, which is yeah. what he ended up going for. Yeah. Brandon Routh, mm. who's now homeless, I believe. <laughs> we miss him. We do. He seemed like a good guy. Um, Neil Marshall, you're familiar with that director? He did The Descent. Oh yeah. Okay. He did Centurion. Didn't say it. Yes, we did. So I'm where uh, Michael Fassbender's a centurion and he's in England or I something. I didn't say it. Well, I saw it. Well. Why haven't you seen it if I've seen it? It's a really good point. Because it's probably terrible. Is it probably <laughs> it's terrible? It's all right. There we go. The yeah. Descent's great, though. Yeah. And uh, I think he did... Uh, he's done some Game of Thrones episodes. I think he did Blackwater, which is a big Game of Thrones episode. But oh. you don't watch Game of Thrones, do you? Three episodes in the first season. <laughs> no spoilers, please. Don't tweet me spoilers. <laughs> tweet him spoilers. Right. At Wikipedia's Brown. Oh, good cover. <laughs> Um, anyway, he's going to direct the Constantine pilot. Okay. Uh, apparently, also, they're going to make Constantine blonde and British. Just get Sting, guys. Just get <laughs> you Sting. You can't get Sting. Now, Sting's bald now. Is he? Yes. Give him a wig. Give him get a Sting, wig. Get Sting, put him in a wig. Sting in a wig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's enough Constantine news for this week, though, Mason. Don't have anything else. Well, that's a relief, then. <laughs> that's Serendipity, isn't it? Yes, it is. The movie Serendipity with John Cusack. Uh, the Russo Brothers. They're directing uh, Captain America 2, The Winter Soldier 2. Mm-hmm. They're apparently back. They're, Marvel are very happy with the direction of the film, apparently. I mean, nobody's seen it yet, so who knows? Mm. But that bodes well for the film, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, even when World War Z was happening, for example, you could tell because of all the fightings and stuff. The kerfuffles. The kerfuffs. That the director was not going to be back for that movie. Right. Even okay. though it turned out okay in the end. But no, that's good, that's good news, right? Yeah. Or not. I mean, we haven't seen it. No. Great news, though. Pretty good. Also, Marvel Senior Vice President of Production and Development, 
Craig Kyle, and one of the writers of Thor The Dark World, whose name I didn't put here by accident, is penning Thor 3. Okay. Which is rumoured yes. to be Ragnarok. Oh. The Ragnarok storyline, which I have not read. These ones are also far out in the future. It's, phase 3, so it could be... Tw- yeah, well, that's right. Could be anything. Ragnarok's all like about the gods I and the gods, yeah? I hope it's the, the storyline where Thor has turned into a frog. <laughs> and there's the, he joins the Pet Avengers. I mean, there's a frog that was turned into a god. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the point is there was a pet Avengers. I don't think a frog should be a god and wield power. I think that's not going to end well. He's you're still got you're his a fascist. Fro- <laughs> you're a fascist. Has he still problem. got his frog brain? You know, I can't really remember. Yeah. That's I have a-, a frog brain, so... <laughs> <laughs> Memory's not great. <laughs> um, the Ragnarok story, are you familiar with it, though? Yeah, not really. It's no. basically... I read it up, but I've read it. I've probably read it after this, I guess. Uh, that there are gods of, of the gods, of the Asgardians. Uh-huh. And every now and every, you know, so many millennia, there, there, there's a giant war raged on Asgard, which wipes out the, all of them, uh-huh. and then they all get put back, but their memories are wiped, uh-huh. and then it starts again. So I guess it's like Zion in the Matrix right. thing, which mm. was a Matrix plot point probably in that trilogy. They wipe out Zion best and it comes to, back. Best not to dwell on it. <laughs> and that's how the gods f- fuel themselves and sustain their... Okay. And Thor finds out and he's like, this is not on my watch. <laughs> He doesn't wear a watch. Nah. My, not on my hat with feathers on it. My winged hat. No, sir. No way. Gal Gadot news. Yep. Now, I know every week you want to know, yep. how do you pronounce Gal Gadot? We got an email from Ezra Swartz. He speaks Hebrew as his second language. And he's got what he claims, and I think he's right, to be the correct pronunciation. The scoop on that. It's, it's pronounced... Gaul, G-O-L-L, or is that Gaul? Gaul? Oh, this isn't helping at all. <laughs> Gadot, G-O-D-O-T-E. Oh. Because the A's are pronounced as in short O's. Mm. So it's like Gaul, Gadot. We could have solved this many weeks ago if we weren't so ignorant. <laughs> Why should we, though? Also, my, my, my brain is geared to saying Gal Gadot, so I think I'm going to just keep doing it. But good for him, though. Thank you, uh, thank you, Ezra Swartz, for reaching out to us. Absolutely. Also, remember last week how we said, let's do some commentary tracks, only if four people contacted us. Uh-huh. Exactly four people contacted us. That's not really not enough. That's, isn't it? No. It might have been five. I think it might. Oh, but then that's enough. One of them was uh, to, to, for us to do an Amazing Spider-Man commentary track, but without you seeing it, so we watch it together for the first oh, time. Oh, okay. We'll do that in maybe um, in... Close to the release of The Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Are you in? Yeah, sure, why not? All right. And the other one was uh, some, uh, Little Women. They want us to watch Little Women <laughs> in contact. Okay. They talk about Little Women. I've never seen Little Women, so... This is going to be a treat. Well, yeah. Now, they... were known writer. They were in an accident, right? And then they shrink down, is that... Yeah, that's the one. There's yeah. a ray. There's a ray device. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. Harold Ramis is in Harold Ramis is in it, yes. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. The Turtles. Hang on, what is the Gal Gadot oh. news? That's it. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I thought you'd be interested. It was, yeah, no, very interesting. Yeah. I'll write it down later. No, you won't. I won't. Uh, Gal-Gado. Turtles. Nin- Gal Gadot forever. Ninja Turtles news. Yep. We've finally seen the Ninja Turtles, what they're going to look like. Uh-huh. In promotional posters that people took pictures of. So that is of. the final. That is the, this Apparently is the final so. draft. This okay. is locked in forever. Hmm. What do you think? Not that dumb. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I think people are on board with it in general. People are, people are upset about the lips, I think. Okay, right. Or the, the noses. Or the, turtles don't the have beaks. lips. They don't have the, beaks. Yeah. I think that, weren't they upset that they were going to have beaks? Yep, I think so. Yeah. Are they, some people are saying they're too muscular. Too jacked. I say Ninja Turtle can never be too muscular. You know? You have said that. Yeah. yeah. 
I think there is a bit too much going on in some of those costumes. Like Donatello's wearing two pairs of glasses. Raphael's oh, got goggles as well. Yeah, got goggles. Raphael's got a pair of sunglasses on his head, I think. Surely Michelangelo should have sunglasses on his head. He does it, but fluorescent he... sunglasses. <laughs> yes, he should. But he has uh, Michelangelo does have a hoodie tied around his waist. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's okay for partying, right? For partying. A party hoodie. Party hoodie. Okay, yeah. great. Shredder. There's bit, there's images of Shredder released. Did you see those as well? No, I didn't. It's basically concept art, art of Shredder or a picture of Shredder. It's hard to tell. It's very blurry. But somebody contacted an inside source, contacted Nailbiter 111, I believe. Oh, the inside our mates. man. That's it. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Nailbiter. And, He's uh, homeless with Brandon Routh right now. Yes, yes. Leak into many scoops. Shouldn't leak the scoops, yeah. man. <laughs> basically, that, um, are you familiar with the Utrons? The, the, from the comics? Yeah, yeah they, um, they're like the Krangs. The Krangs, yeah. If you zoom in on this particular picture of Shredder, it looks like there's something in his abdomen. Ah, this is what the guy said to because do. Because the, the modern day cartoon incarnation, yes. Shredder is an Utron, right? And some of the, the comics, yes. Okay, interesting. So it means he could be some kind of Krang-Shredder combination, which I would say is unlikely, mm-hmm. because Krang's only a cartoon thing, isn't it? Maybe it's Shredder wearing a Krang t-shirt. <laughs> It's possible. Like he was a fan of the cartoon show. Yeah, yeah. And now he's he bought a Krang t-shirt. <laughs> one of those novelty belt buckles that's got a Krang in it. You know? Looks like you've got Krang in you. You made a lot of good points I here today, Mason. Yeah. 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 So, uh, we... Factually correct. Morally correct. <laughs> do you, what do you, do you, um, what do you like the Utrons? Yes. I didn't watch them all much of the 2003 series. No, no I was did a, I. Yeah, but uh, what I've seen of it, it looks better than the one we watched when we were kids. Yeah. There's a bit in it as well. It's a bit more violent. Uh, Leonardo, like, decapitates Shredder, not knowing that he's not really Shredder. Right, uh-huh. And it's like, Jesus, that's, that's full on. But that's one, of those, that's one of those TV production tropes where somebody is only willing to kill yeah. in scenarios where it turned out they couldn't have done any harm. Did you ever watch that British series, Robin Hood? Did I ever? You yeah. did, yeah. There was always... Robin Hood would always shoot to, you know, disarm or what have you, mm. except... You know when he'd he'd show up at the you know the council of the villains or whatever, and he'd kill them all, and then it turned out they were all wooden dummies or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, no, no, you're right. You had a lot of opportunities to kill them all prior to this, and you didn't. Why now? You're and why not? And why not after? Yeah, <laughs> I've said this from a while back. I don't think this movie is going to be as bad as people think it might be. Yeah, Michael Bay's not making it. <laughs> the guy who did he's producing it. The guy yeah. who did Battle LA, which isn't great. Right. Uh, but I switched that one off, yeah. Yeah, okay. me too. So, you know, you never know. But again, uh, as you were saying about the Utrams, I would like to... There's a lot, of, especially from the, the 1980s comic book series, yeah. there was a lot of super insane stuff that yeah. ne- has never made it. No. To, like, the, the Triceratons. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Tri- Triceratops men. And all that sort of stuff. And a lot of, kind of, you know, solar system galaxy-spanning crazy adventures and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. We, that, you know, we saw we saw in a very kiddie way in the in the cartoon series, mm. but I would like to see that live action. Absolutely. Why not? Why not? Why not? William I Fe- demand a lot of my movies for children <laughs> that I'm going to see. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com 
host. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects.
Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Now on to this week's Batman vs. Superman news. I know we said either Charlotte Booth news or Batman vs. Superman But we Superman say a lot of things. We do we? say Ultimately, a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, so basically... Big news this week. Yep. I woke up to this and I'm like, what? Are, what? Do we have to adjust our scale of big news here? Or is it actual big news? It's actual big okay, news. Okay, good. All right. I think Jeremy Irons, first of all, is cast as Alfred. Okay, that works. Yeah. Have you heard this? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. Didn't he go crazy recently? He may have. Yeah. I don't know. He might have. I'll look it up later. Look it up. I use, think he's gone crazy. technology. Yeah. Okay. I think he's a good fit. Mm-hmm. They were talking... Uh, What's the Bond villain's name who was in The Rocketeer? Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton, which I think would have also been a really good choice. But you can't really go wrong with Jeremy Irons. Also, I think Timothy Dalton's quite imposing. Like, he's like, I don't know, like 6'4 or something. Oh, right, okay. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, mm. fair enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he's too, he's too big a presence to be Alfred. Fair enough. I mean, Alfred's supposed to be, you know, you know he's, he's supposed to be a wizened old yeah. guy who's got a lot of secrets and Does have blah, a lot of blah, blah, secrets. But, no, I think... Timothy Dalton's too, too big a guy. Okay, fair enough. Unless so, I'm wrong. Maybe they just make him look bigger. Camerad's like a couple of feet. So. That's true. I also heard Jeremy Irons um, went crazy a few years ago. Did you hear that? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah good. Good on him. Oh. Alfred, great. Yes. That's the general consensus. He's got the accent. That's all we he need. He does. That's all yeah. we need. Uh, the other thing is, and the internet exploded in a Ben Affleck Batman-esque way, maybe even more so, Ugh. when it was announced that he was going to be Lex Luthor. Who's going to be Lex Luthor? Jesse Eisenberg. Did no, I say no, that? No, you didn't say it. No, <laughs> Did I not say it? Here it is. <laughs> so what do you think? Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Is that justified in any way as a casting decision? Is the internet right, Mason? Or is Jesse Eisenberg right? You know Choose what? a side. Oh, God. <laughs> Too much pressure. You know what? I saw a photo and I saved it. Somebody made a real quick Photoshop because people are quick at Photoshops on the internet. It's a Superman Batman Photoshop and it's Michael Cera as the Joker, Jonah Hill as the Penguin. Yeah. And Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. It's a quick photo. It's very quick, and it's a, you know obviously intended as a joke because the other two look ridiculous. But I think Jesse Eisenberg, if you look at this photo, he actually looks quite good with a bald head. Yeah, he, he looks, looks like right. Lex Luthor-esque. Yeah. With that. I mean, a young Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's traditionally, he's a little bit older than Superman. Is that right? Ah. Uh, I mean... Who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah. Not us. Yeah. But he, he's 30. Right. But he, but he, looks, he looks young. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe there'll be some kind of Lionel Luther Lex Luther relationship there. I don't want a Lionel. No, I don't Luther. want either. I, I want ridiculous. Yeah, look, even though he does look young, I'm hoping they're going to say he's he's a fully grown, established man who's built this company and whatever. I don't want Luther Origins. No, movie. Not, I don't need no, any of that. No. Uh, do you think he's too young? No, I think, <laughs> I think we just said that. we just you just said it. You're just reading off your auto cue. I meant to say, do you think he's too thin? I mean, that is another... No, again, that's a, that's a Christian Bale scenario. If yeah, want exactly. him to bulk up, yeah, yeah. he'll bulk up. He can bulk up, yeah. yeah. Look, I've, I've written here, and I think I said this in my video, it can be fixed with a with a shaved head, get rid of his Bon Jovi locks yep. that he's got now, yeah. bulk him up a little bit, and you put on a well-fitting suit. Uh-huh. Then... Yeah, I'm okay Look, it's not the greatest casting decision. It could be, though. He's good in things. Yeah, I, I, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt it at all that he is a good actor. Mm-hmm. But it's it's obviously not... It's not who you. I mean, even with Ben Affleck, you go. Even if you hate Ben Affleck, you go. You can you can see it. Right. This it's a little harder to see. Have you seen? Now you see me. The magician <laughs> film. That's not a good film, certainly. But he's quite good in that. I'm not again. Like I'm not saying as, he's a bad actor. Yeah, That's yeah. not my problem. Like as far as him being this in the in the now you see me, he's sort of this sort of young genius uh, magician type. Yeah. Which is. Not a not a positive necessarily, but uh, you know he does have this kind of he's got this arrogance and this he's the smartest guy in the room kind of yeah. thing. And I reckon if he turns that up to eleven, I reckon there's something there. Okay, yeah, sure, yeah. I mean, I know people make the also the Heath Ledger Joker comparison, uh-huh. which I guess is that really relevant though. Nah, I mean, cause just because you can, I mean, you can point to thing for scenarios where this I can point to all kinds of things. <laughs> Don't tell me what I can't point to. But you can point to scenarios where you're like... No, I'll point to a scenario. <laughs> Sorry, I'll let you finish. That's fine. Where, you know, something like this has worked really well and something like this has worked not so well. Uh-huh. I think at this point... It's a total crap We don't... Exactly. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, So, exactly. like, y- yelling about it either way makes zero difference. Let's just wait two years, more than two years, until this comes out. Then no, we'll let's, know. let's yell at people. Let's debate with people on the internet just endlessly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Hey, everyone. I think Jesse Eisenberg would make a great Indiana Jones. <laughs> How do you like that? Be real good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there we go. That's some news for you. Can you imagine Jesse Eisenberg in a Lex Luthor battle armor? Yes. Can you imagine Jesse Eisenberg in a movie where he invents Facebook? No. Okay. He's not a nerd. Uh, people also compare Michael Cera to Jesse Eisenberg. I guess they're similar-ish, but uh. they're not, not really, though, are they? I mean, they're both kind of skinny guys, uh-huh. and they've got curly hair. Michael Cera's got spectacular comic timing. I yeah, think. well, that's that's yeah. also true. Um, yeah. um, Jesse Eisenberg might, but we've never seen it. So. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm. Oh no, he's in that. What's that movie where he's he's got the bomb strapped to him? Oh, now you see me. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. It's with uh, the guy from Parks and oh, Rec. Oh, thirty minutes, thirty minutes or less. Thirty minutes or less. Yeah, okay. yeah, he's okay in that. I guess. Okay, great. Anyway, make of that what you will. I will. Uh, before we move on, Mason. Yes. I just want to say thank you to those who rate us on iTunes. Oh, absolutely. And we're one step close to achieving our goal of being featured on iTunes. Your probably. goal. Your goal. <laughs> our goal. I have no You goal said you're you. on board. I, but it's not my goal, though, is it? I don't care. Do what you want, internet. <laughs> so if people can continue to do that or not do that, that would be great. We really appreciate it. We do, actually. I guess yeah. this is kind of like the commercial break. Ooh. Shut Sold out. <laughs> I mean, we did that months ago. But... We did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Mason. Yes. Last week, yes. we talked about how you were going to talk about Robot Cop. Oh. And how you know all about Robot Cop. Did I Good say news those is, exact words? Uh, I've been in contact with uh, Sony. Yes. And they gave us a couple of free tickets to Robot Cop. So when we review it, please know that we're, we're doing it on somebody else's dime. So if we give it a glowing review, <laughs> yeah. uh, then don't believe us. Well, the thing is as well, I or read, do. I read Sony. the ticket. Hey, Sony, if you're listening. It's going to be great. I, I, re- just know. I read the ticket that I've got. And it's basically, there's all these, it's like, this is free for whatever. But it also says there's all these, things like, no IMAX, no certain type of screen, no certain type of day. So I'm like, I don't even know. We'll probably go in there. like, you can't use this. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. You can you can watch it on a Viewmaster. Yeah. We're going to slot the Robocop reel in. And you just click through. And you've got five minutes and then you leave. We're going to send you a pirated version from Bali <laughs> when, it's, when it's released. And then, once you watch it. The FBI is going to kick down your door, and you're going to go to jail for ten years. <laughs> Tell me about Robocop, Mason. What would you like to know about well, Robocop? First of all, where did this Robot Cop come from? Be more specific. Okay, who invented Robot Cop? What are we talking in the in the story? Are we talking? You're no help. Who's steering this ship? What's going on? Well, I mean, in, in terms of like the the production side of things, like Robocop is sort of uh, he's inspired by a lot of sort of Japanese kind of. Robot cops. Yeah, like he's not the first robot cop on the on the. Uh... Oh my goodness! Uh, do you have you ever seen Eight Man? No. Sometimes called Eighth Man. Okay. He's like uh, he, there was a Neo Geo game. All right. Him. You remember the Neo Geo? I do. Didn't have one. Weren't uh, they for rich kids? Yeah, they were for rich kids. Were you a rich kid? No, but that was an arcade. Okay. Anyway, the point is there was there's, there's there was a lot of, there's been a lot of Japanese cops killed in the line of duty resurrected as robots. So, yeah. Uh, there was like oh what's his name? Space Sheriff Gavan, I think, was another. I'm gonna Google that because I reckon I, I reckon I'm right. I've done very little research, but uh, I'm gonna look up Space Sheriff. So, so what? Frank Miller wrote the original script, is that right? No, or did he, he wrote, wrote two. He wrote two and three. Okay. We'll get to those. Yeah, Robocop. In the original, uh, he's he's Alex Murphy. He's yes. cop cop died. You know, actually, before I start, yeah, having done a small amount of research on this, yes, because I've, I've I remember all the original properties and I've seen and read pretty much all of them, but I figured I'd go back, yeah, and just go over them again, just just very quickly, like half an hour ago. And people are all <laughs> out, people are out there going like, oh, they've ruined, they've ruined yet another property. They've ruined, they've ruined my childhood slash adulthood slash action movies are the worst now, blah, blah, blah. You know what? You know what? Those people, mm. having watched a lot of more recent Robocop properties, this is a property that it was on its last legs. This, <laughs> this thing was dead. This is a dead horse. <laughs> You all should be lucky they're rebooting Robocop because some of this stuff is just the worst. <laughs> it's really you guys just just put a bloody cork in it. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That being said, this movie could not be might not be good. There yeah. is a possibility. But we'll get to that but another But again, way. how bad could it be how bad could when it compared be? to the stuff I'm about to talk about? Space Sheriff Gavan. There oh my is. god, you're right. He's got a laser sword. He does. He, he looks very Robocop. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Incredibly so. Mm. I mean, he's just a guy in Lycra. Yeah. Obviously. But uh, anyway, yeah, Alex Murphy all... killed in the line of duty. Yes. As a result of uh, OCP, who are the the the, the privatised runners of the, the police department in Old Detroit. Yeah. Mm. Not Omnicorp? Or is that the new one? They're Omnicorp now. Okay, but right. Back in the old ones, they were OCP. Yeah. And there was too much, there's too much crime in Detroit. And... Is that just now. the... Yeah, just <laughs> okay. now. Just now, but also back in this fictional past. Right, Which yeah. was the future. So... OCP takes over the police force in exchange for being able to bulldoze a lot of Detroit and turn it into Delta City. That's kind of the that's kind of the through line of the whole film. That OCP wants to just they want to protect the city in a very small way, but they also just want to just flatten it. 
Another 80s land grab action movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, gotcha. You know it is. <laughs> anyway, so basically they're like, well, we need a... We want to build this Robocop project. Yeah. And so we're going to... We're going to... Uh, we need a, We need a human brain for it. So they kind of... Because they try just a robot. Robocop. Well, they have... And this is one of my favourite parts of Robocop, is the, the, initial, the initial law enforcement robot they create is called Ed 209, and it's yeah. like a giant walking tank. Yeah. And there's a scene at the start where they get... It's a it's a board meeting, mm. and they just get like a a young ex- a junior executive to pull a gun on this robot to test its arrest mode, and it just riddles him with bullets, like hundreds and hundreds of bullets, and it's super graphic. <laughs> so many squibs, so many squibs, just just and at the end they're like, hey, somebody call a paramedic because this guy's. You know what? My first exposure to Robocop wasn't the films. It was I, I saw the films later, but yeah. my first exposure to Robocop was there was. There was a set of Robocop 2 trading cards. Like, Tops released the Robocop 2 trading cards. I'm, I'm sure I still have some of them somewhere. You know, it was Let's like, give them away on the show. Oh, no, they're mine forever. <laughs> they, they were like, it was, they were Robocop 2 uh, trading cards, but the first, like, 20 were, like, a previously on. They were, like, a recap of the first Robocop. Okay, right. And they were super graphic. Like, trading cards for children. I don't have... The one I wanted to find, I couldn't find. Uh, on the internet, I assumed it would be there because it's the best. Yeah, it's called. The, they all have little names under the, and it's called "Man Without a Hand," and it's like a shot of him of, of Alex Murphy getting his hand blasted off by the bad guys, and like it's like a two frame Murphy looking puzzled, standing up looking puzzled. Yeah, and the second frame, his arm just being shot off. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyway, here's one that I did I did find. This is the scene. It's not the Melty Man. Yeah, one, it's is the it? Melty Man. It's the scene in RoboCop where. The villain is out. A villain's out to kill Robocop to run him down in a car. Robocop, get, Robocop gets out of the way. Yeah. This guy crashes his car into a vat of toxic waste, and it and it it seeps into the car and it melts him, and he wanders around. It's for a little, horrifying. It's horrifying, and that isn't a that is on a tops <laughs> trading card for children. You would get you would get a stick of bubble gum and a like a fun little decal sticker, and you would get a card with a man whose entire body is melting. It's amazing, right? <laughs> What can I Google to find that particular photo? I just Google Robocop trading card. Gotcha. And just Google image search. Maybe if I turn safe search off. Because I remember we watched that. We watched that a few years ago. Uh I'd seen it years prior, but I remember watching that as a full grown adult and going, that's still horrifying. Right. So there you go. (laughs) Kids. It's for you, kids. All these fingers are melting off as well. You see his fingers like dripping off the bone. And he gets hit by another car. Yeah. It's like like a plastic shopping bag, like full of soup. (laughs) Just getting hit by a wrecking ball. It's amazing. So basically, they uh, so they engineer. Do they engineer the accident to make him Robocop, or does he just happen to get gunned down? Because in the new one, it looks like they engineer the car explosion. It does, doesn't it? It's well in in the original one. Mm. It's sort of Murphy sort of goes out of his jurisdiction. Yeah. So I think the idea was they engineer a scenario in which cops get in a lot of dangerous situations and probably die. Okay. Like they lower their budgets and etc. In the actual scenario, he's chasing the bad. There's a car chase with the bad guys. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's out of your jurisdiction, and he's like, I'm going to follow him anyway, because yeah. I'm, I'm a cop. I'm a cop on the edge with a sense of duty. Yeah. You know? I don't know, the first one's incredible. Yeah. It's, um, I think we've mentioned, we've, we've, we've had Robocop talk before, but sure. as, as a satire of, like, corporatization and just over-the-top, mm-hmm. amazing It doesn't get action. more 80s and awesome than Boy, Robocop. Boy, it does not. No, yeah. that's right, yeah. Uh, do you think it, it's, it's better than the first Terminator film, if I was to draw such a comparison? Oh, yeah, actually, I would. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's... I mean, they're obviously different things. And, yeah, yeah, and whatever. yeah. I mean, do you think that the first Terminator was supposed to be anything other than like 
a fairly generic straight-to-video kind of action film. Like, you see a lot of those kind of future cop and maniac cop and all that sort of... Those really generic actioners, and you go, well, was the Terminator really all that different? Look, the first I one? think it was definitely bolstered by the fact that, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger was a reasonably big star then, uh-huh. but he became a bigger star, and right. hence the Terminator became a bigger movie uh-huh. yeah. than maybe what it was intended to be initially. Mm. I mean, I think that movie still holds up. I still love Terminator 1. I think it's great. They call it Terminator 1 on the box? I think they do. They do call it Terminator 1. But hey, you know. Terminator 1, maybe it's the best one, maybe it's just okay. Terminator 2 is better. <laughs> Brackets. <laughs> Robocop 2, though. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Robocop 2. You What's should. What's the it's... deal there? Okay, so what happened is basically uh, Frank Miller wrote the script for Robocop 2. Yes. And Frank Miller of Sin City and The Dark Knight Returns. And of being crazy. <laughs> and of being and crazy. And a lot of it was rejected. Yeah. But a lot of the core concepts sort of remained. If you, there's actually, we, we can talk about it later. There is actually a, a series that released a few years ago called Frank Miller's Robocop. Yeah. It was a comic book series. It was like nine parts. And it was what his what his original pitch was mm. for it, yeah. and it contains elements of Robocop two and three, and it's super crazy, violent, and light, a little bit nonsensical. Yeah, and it's worth it's worth a read. Certainly. It's worth a read. Okay. Yeah. Was it was it something that Frank Miller actually now like recently wrote, or was it somebody got hold of his script and then made it from that? They did, yeah. I so think. it's not actually Frank Miller who who released this comic. It's... Oh no, he did. It's for uh, Dynamite Comics or somebody like right, that. Yeah, enough. it's not a. I'll check it out on comicsology.com. Mm. Yeah. Okay, but that, what's the story there, though? What's the story of two? Because he gets shot to shit in the first one. Yes. And then he's fine or whatever. Well, he sort of regains his humanity. It, yeah. Robocop is one of those films I feel that didn't really need a sequel. Mm-hmm. Like, because at the end of it, he sort of regains his humanity, and we know who he is at the end. He realizes that he's, he's Alex Murphy again, yeah. and sort of thing. And then the first, and then back in the second one, they're like, well, how do we, how do we make him this soulless robot machine again. Yeah. And that's sort of, that's sort of the plot of, of Robocop 2, where there's there's like a, a cult, there's sort of a vague cult guy yeah. called Kane. He's a cult leader, sort of. But he's just, he's a drug lord, but he's also a vague, he's, it's, he's a cult leader, but it's very vague. They never really delve into it. Okay, so he just does illegal things. Yeah, he does illegal things. Gotcha. And he's, the, he's this drug lord, and Robocop goes after him, but of course he gets kind of, they they catch him with an electromagnet. I mean, sure, he's not magnetic, but that's not the point. That's not the point at all. They catch I didn't him say a, it was. They catch him with an electromagnet, they dismantle him, uh, and then in an attempt to rebuild him, uh, the there's a, like a sexy lady doctor mm. called Dr. Fax. Oh. Two X's, because it's the future. And and she instills him within him like thousands of unnecessary directives. Okay. Because he's got basically a handful in the first one, doesn't he? He's got four. With what are those? Serve the public trust. Uphold the law, protect the innocent, and four is you can't kill anybody uh, who works for OCP. Okay. Yeah. Five Robocop. Five. <laughs> no, don't stop a Robocopping. <laughs> okay. Cool. So basically, they so when they put him back together, they they put all these new protocols in him. Yeah. Does that kind of like scramble his head? Yeah. A that's, bit? It's sort of designed to make him useless. Okay. Like again, uh, OCP want to want to take over. Detroit. They want to bulldoze it again, and so Classic. they feel that if Robocop's useless, uh, all the cops are useless. Uh, Detroit's going to default on its on its payments to OCP, and then they're just going to take over the town. All right, so, gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. And um, how does he overcome his protocol? He electrocutes himself. <laughs> he sticks his hand in an electrical box. You know how that goes. They should have had a protocol against that. Yeah, that I know. Right? Saved everybody. <laughs> 
all that trouble. And is is that the one, not to give anything away, that the bad guy turns out to be a certain thing, which is quite clever? No. Was that the one what with the bad, the bad guy's the kid? There, there is a kid. They're one of the... One oh, of the, okay. So one it's not the, the main bad guy. No, though. one of the drug lord's henchmen is a little kid. And Robocop can't shoot a little kid. That's not one of his prime directors. I guess that's one of his secondary directors. You can't shoot a little kid in cold blood. But that's how they catch him. Because he's like, oh, you can't shoot a kid, can you? And he's like, no. I guess I'll just get caught in this electromagnet. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So Robocop 2, though, worth watching or not worth watching? I think it is. It's more insane than the first one. Like, there's a lot of... Hang on, I wrote, I wrote a note down. Like... There's, there's like it's, it's, it's super excessive. Like yeah. all the, like there's people just like robbing a jewelry store, but they got like a rocket launcher, or whatever. There's like a guy, like a yuppie kind of professional suit wearing guy who robs an old lady, like an old homeless lady, and then like a couple of prostitutes then immediately rob him, and then like beat him up. Like it's just this, this city's become this sort of cartoonish endless chain of like <laughs> super mugging and violence and just. <laughs> Like every every street has like a burning garbage, like a burning oil drum. And yeah, it's, it's... I'm assuming that it only gets better from here. Robocop. It absolutely does not. Robocop three. Oh boy, Robocop three is the Superman four, where or the Superman three, or the Superman three, but Superman four where the budget is really the bottom has really fallen out of it. Yeah, and they don't have you know any everything looks cheap and everything they're really scraping the bottom. And Peter Weller's is not in it anymore. No, which. That that's the turning point. Yeah, that's. I mean, he's. I mean, we haven't mentioned him yet, but he's great, isn't he? He's, he's the. the and initially, I understand they they were they were considering Rutger Hauer okay. as Robocop, and there yeah. were a couple of other other options, but those, but they're kind of huge monsters of men. Yeah. And Robocop, the the suit was designed for a kind of a, a more live kind of more athletic kind of yeah. Uh, actor. A skinny guy with a big head. A skinny guy with a big <laughs> head, exactly like Peter Weller. You know it. Yeah. But in the, he's the, and again, speaking of this decline of the Robocop franchise, yeah. I think the Robocop 2, quite enjoyable, insane but enjoyable. Yep. The loss of Peter Weller, is, I think, is the, the first yeah. nail in the coffin. Okay. And it's been a long, it's been a long coffin nailing scenario because it's been happening for a couple of decades now. I'm assuming it's a scenario where Peter Weller was just like, this, I don't like where this is going, I'm bailing. I think he was doing something else at the time. Okay. I think he had another film on. I'm going right. to look it up. Another movie where he was a robot cop? I don't think so. Okay. Probably. I think I think given the options, he was probably like, well, I could do Robocop 3 or I could do a movie where I'm not continually exhausted and losing weight and just... And can't pee for sweating hours. Sweating my organs out, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. From what I've seen, the third, the big complaint of the third movie as well is the third guy is not very Robocop. He doesn't walk very robotic. Or no, he exactly. Really no, nobody has since then. In yeah. any way. Was that you've said that? Nobody's really nailed it. Nobody's nailed it, yeah. Yeah. Because everybody looks like a guy pretending to be a robot. <laughs> like, I'll do my robot walk, and then that's what they do, but he's... I don't know. Something about him. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, Peter Weller was in The Naked Lunch, which is the William, Bur- William Burroughs film. I haven't said yeah, it. There you go. Was, uh... was he wearing a costume? Not really, no. Oh. Just regular clothes. Good. Yeah. Right, so what's Robocop 3 about? Ugh, okay. I've seen one clip, I turned on the TV once and it was on yep. a midday, and I saw him flying, and then yep. the movie ended. And I went, that was fucking weird. <laughs> right. It's pretty much that. No, in Robocop 3, um, OCP gets sick of waiting for everyone to Det- in Detroit to die. So they just decide to force out slash kill as many people as possible. So they... They hire like mercenaries, like they're called. They're called. They're rehabilitation officers or city rehabilitation officers, I think, or something okay. like that. So they're just called the rehabs, and they're basically just army, like insane mercenaries, and they just 
force everybody out and like kill anybody who sort of steps in their way and etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, the guise of we're relocating people to Delta City and it's going to be great you know but they're just killing dudes they're killing a lot of dudes which is the Robocop then where there's an evil Robocop that is that comes later. That's one of the TV. Ah, okay, we'll get Let's to that. Let's get okay, to that. Sorry. Or, you know, it's certainly an option we can get to. But yeah, RoboCop three is uh, boy, it's a tough one. <laughs> no, it's, and it's it's the first one that was PG as well. Yeah, it's not super like, violent, is it? One and two actually because the toys were popular and whatever. At yeah, this one point, and two. And... The trading cards certainly were popular. Sure. <laughs> so one and two. R-rated, I think, and they did quite well. Yeah. Like, for R-rated films. They were yeah. quite successful, but I guess they were like, well, now we have to broaden our reach. Yeah. So let's make a PG. Yeah. And it really shows, like, the fact that they make Robocop, they give him a jetpack, I think is... <laughs> is I think that's Great the action cue, figure, though. That's the cue they want to make more action figures. Although, I never saw a Robocop action figure with a jetpack. That means it didn't, didn't exist. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. Boo indeed. Boo. Oh, there you go. I guess that's a product of the 90s, I guess. They kind of toned everything down in the 90s, didn't they? I mean, it's the same thing up with Ninja Turtles. Where I mean, things got is... more extreme, certainly. <laughs> things got more extreme, but more boring. Yeah. Mm. But you know what? I, people are complaining about the new Robocop. Again, I haven't seen it, but I do have free tickets, so let's talk it up. Okay. <laughs> that's it's going to be great. It's going to be great. That uh, it's, it's PG. But a PG now is different from a PG in the 80s. You can get away with a little bit more from the mm. PG now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah. I think you can say fuck once. Oh, okay. And there's a certain level of violence you can get away with. That's not to say, I mean, I, I think the new Robocop will probably benefit from being an R18 yeah, yeah. movie. But just because it's R18 doesn't make it, doesn't make it something a better movie. Absolutely not, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there yeah. you go. So, Rob- but in this case, Robocop 3 PG, it was the worst. <laughs> and then he saves the city because he flies over it at the end. Yeah, and he, fights, he, should... some, he fights some Japanese samurai robots. Ah. Well, more ninja robots. More ninja robots. More ninja robots, yeah. yeah. So what came after Robocop 3, the best Robocop? Boy, ah, uh, there were some there were some highlights. There was RoboCop versus the Terminator, which in in Dark Horse's Dark Horse comics kind of their their hey, the heyday of their verses. Yeah, when yeah. they versed everybody, verse everybody else. They did verse everybody. I think, it was, I think it was Frank Miller. Maybe I'm going to look it up. It's a lot of looking up in this episode. I've gone very keen on research now. I love it. I love. But you it. were telling me about this the other day, and it, it was. It sounds like a pretty interesting read that probably I'll never read. Well, I'm not going to spoil. I'm not going to spoil this one. Yeah. Because I actually quite enjoy it. Yeah. I haven't. I didn't go back and reread it, but it, it's it's great. It's got um. It had Walt Simonson on on the art duties, who mm-hmm. who was a very sort of a long time, uh, Thor okay. artist, and it's sort of this. He did Ragnarok. No, I don't not know. at all. This is this is <laughs> this is eighties Thor, but it's kind of this, it's kind of kind of this blocky stylized kind of kind of artwork. Yeah. A lot of detail, and it's kind of it really does suit. Robocop and the Terminator. So, right. you know, but the premise, the, the basic premise of Robocop versus the Terminator is that it, they've set them in the same universe, yep. and the Resistance has determined that what create what helped create Skynet was the mental engrams from from Robocop. Right. And so they feel that you know a Resistance fighter goes back in time to kill Robocop, and then a number of Terminators are sent back in time to kill her and make sure that Robocop gets plugged into the network. Gotcha. And so. Robocop gets sort of thrown in this war, this this time war. Yeah, and it happens like, and he's like, "I'm just a simple robot cop." Exactly. <laughs> I just want to go home to my robo wife and kids. You know, not Frank Miller, or is Frank Miller? I uh, know it is written by Frank Miller. There, there you, you go. go. Okay. I guess interim crazy Frank Miller. Interim crazy. I think sure. there's pre crazy interim crazy, uh, and and current Frank Miller. Yeah, who and still then... produces some good work on occasion. Yeah, the spirit. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, garbage. Yeah. Anyway, so and it and it takes place in 
the past, which is the Robocop future, and also yep. the actual future. And it's actually really, really good read. looks great. Great. They based a video game on it. Yep. Which is a good video game. It's okay. Don't go back, though. You video never games care. never hold up. Never no, do. No. Unless they're pretty classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. kind of simple. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I bet the graphics are probably really good, though. Are you as the Terminator or as the Robot Cop? Yeah, the t- are you the Robot Cop? Oh, good. The Robot Cop. In the future or the past? Both. <gasps> yeah. Why wouldn't I go back to this? Oh, you're right. Any other Robocop comics worth reading or worth mentioning? There's one not worth reading, certainly. There's actually... Because the, I, I hadn't realised this until recently. There was a sequel to that. Well, not a sequel. Uh, Spiritual sequel? Yeah, I guess Quasi-sequel? So. Yeah, not really. Threequel? A cash-in, I guess. Sure. A cash-in on the fond memories of the original Robocop. It was Terminator Robocop. It was just called Kill Human. That's the... <laughs> Spoiler warning, guys. Sorry to interrupt, but this comic that Mason is going to talk about is amazing in the sense that it's fucking baffling and in its stupidity and an awesomeness. It may be worth you reading it yourself. So if you want to do that, skip ahead to... Probably should have te- checked the timestamp, Mason. A couple, few minutes. <laughs> few three, minutes. Four minutes. Four minutes. minutes. Skip ahead. Uh, yeah, maybe give it a read. Or don't. Do whatever you want. It's Thanks. a free country. It is a free country. Unless you're in North Korea. How are you listening to this in North Korea? I don't know. Good on you, though. Great work. Yeah, absolutely. Probably use your time more effectively, though. Back to the <laughs> podcast. Okay, bye. Bye. And okay, it's... I gave it a quick flick just earlier. Into I read, the bin. The end of the bin, after I read it. And it's like... I don't like to just pay out on something unnecessarily for being really terrible, but it's really terrible. It's <laughs> like a fan... It's like... It's like Robocop wrote a Terminator fan fiction and inserted himself into it. <laughs> because basically what happens is there's it's the future, it's the Terminator future. Yep. And there's one woman left in the world because the Terminators have killed everybody else. Okay. More or less. The same woman from the first one? No, a different one. Okay. Anyway, she goes she is on the run from the Terminators and she finds she just runs into like a Skynet museum. It's like like all sorts of relics from Skynet's past, right? And she find like a, there's like an Ed two hundred nine robot, and there's some other bits and pieces, yeah. And there's Robocop in a glass case with his gun, right? Because that's what they do with him. That's what they do with him. Put him in a glass case, but he, and his and his skin on his face hasn't rotted off. Hasn't it? Hasn't even though it's been okay. several decades. Maybe it's vacuum sealed. Anyway, Robocop gets reactivated and sort of helps her defeat the Terminators that were chasing her, and then his mind is taken over by Skynet briefly, and he kills her. Like, he kills the last human. And he's like, no, what have I done, kind of thing. And then what he does, and I'm going to spoil it, because who cares? Yeah. It's really awful. But read it anyway. It doesn't sound that bad. It's pretty. <laughs> Wait for it. Okay. He he speaks to, like, a Skynet AI thing. Yeah. He figures out how time travel works. Mm-hmm. And he goes back in time, and then we see him first appear in the past at... The steel mill. No, actually, at Cyberdyne Systems, where the police are sieging Arnold Schwarzenegger and John Connor and Sarah Connor. <laughs> like, he appears in Terminator 2. Wow. He appears in Terminator 2, and then he shuts down Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, with a like with a device that's got a, like, a, he hits him with, like, a taser that's got a virus in it. Right. And it shuts him down completely. He becomes completely inert. And then he sort of takes over the Terminator role in Terminator 2. <laughs> So it's again, it's like he, it's like Robocop wrote his own fan. Fiction. Yeah, that's like, you know, it'd be great if I was in Terminator Two and I figured out how to defeat the Terminator because I'm the best and I everybody thinks I'm the hero. So he gets in there and then the like the the helicopter chase happens. Yeah, 
and etc. And how does he kill the T-1000? Well, what happens is that, presumably because he's 80s technology, or not 80s, future technology, he's not even as advanced as that Terminator. Yeah, exactly. So wouldn't he be worse? I don't. But anyway, the point is that it looks like, you know, there's there's the the truck there in crashes or whatever. It looks like it's curtains for everybody. And John Connor's cool with this. No, he's not cool with it at all. Okay, right. He's Edward Furlong, John Connor, so he's not cool with anything. He's radical 90s. He's he's radical 90s, (laughs) and he's angry that the Terminator's been shut down. Yeah. But anyway, then... It looks like it's curtains for the for the good guys, yeah. right? But then Dick Jones shows up from RoboCop, like the CEO of, of OCP. He shows up. The one who dies at the end of RoboCop. Yes, but it's past Dick Jones. <laughs> okay, right? right. And then he shows up with like an army of Ed 209s that they've <laughs> built. Because what happened is RoboCop went back in time five years previously and he met Dick Jones and he gave him all the, the specs for like Ed 209 and like all the the plans to make OCP a successful company and gave him future info. And he said, in exchange, all I want is you to show up at this point in, in time in the 90s with all these Z209s and fight the T-1000. But they don't kill him. Like, Robocop, fi- Robocop knows the future events. Robocop knows that they kill the T-1000 with, like, like they, they drop him in a vat, they, they liquid nitrogen and they drop him in a vat of steel. Yeah, he would know that. But yeah. they don't do that. They just riddle him with bullets and they, like, trap him somehow like in some sort of secure facility. And then they put John Connor and Sarah Connor on like a battleship and they put him they send him out in the ocean. Because that's it's hard to it's hard for Terminators to get him in the ocean. That's true, because they yeah. swimming yeah. is hard. But then somehow the T one thousand escapes, presumably because it's the T one thousand. How long come. is this comic? It's like four issues, but it seems it seems simultaneously way too long <laughs> and super lacking in detail. Like they gloss over a lot. So then the Terminator, the T-1000 shows up in a helicopter that's hijacked and it crashes into the, the, this, this battleship and it yeah. goes to fight, to fight. And then that's the movie Battleship. <laughs> yeah, it's the movie Battleship. <laughs> so, and then he, the, the T-1000 goes and he, and he attempts to find John Connor in this battleship. And then Robocop. Who's there? He's there. He's on the battleship. He traps Dick Jones and John Connor and the T-1000 in like a locked room. Together. Together. And then the T-1000 decapitates John Connor. And then, Ro- so, you know, you, you assume it's curtains for everyone. But then Robocop fills that chamber with acid and he kills them all. <laughs> what? Because that ends the threat of, of Skynet forever, right? Am I right? It's insane. Even for... Why did John Connor have to die? I don't know. <laughs> I guess he's just like, well, John Connor's over there. I... I'll lead. I'll lead him into the. I'll lead the T one thousand in the room with the acid. Yeah. By putting John Connor in the room with the acid. But it was also established in Terminator continuity that the war can't be stopped. Yeah. There's so many holes in that. There's I mean, I could go. <laughs> but anyway, God. the point is, it's the worst. But maybe do. Maybe I'm. I'm a little bit regretful that I've spoiled it for everyone. Because maybe you should. You know what? Go back. During the edit, which you're going to have to do, yeah, and just put in a little spoiler and say, "Hey, this this is mental." So read it if you get a chance. But absolutely, yeah. okay, I will do that. It's great. That's amazing. It's utter nonsense. Is there any other RoboCop comics that I should read? There was the Marvel ones, but they don't really. Okay. They don't really reach that height of insanity at any point. So. I thought about going back and reading a whole bunch of them, but I'm like, why? No, would I? why would you? Uh, and again, there's Frank Miller's RoboCop, which is. It's the yeah. culmin- It's the combination of all the 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 ideas because Robocop three contained 
a lot of the ideas that were excised from Robocop 2, mm-hmm. so the rehabs and kind of some other bits and pieces. Yeah. Uh, it's um it's insane. It's not as entertainingly insane as, as Kill Human. <laughs> Is it called Robocop versus Terminator Kill Human? It's called Terminator Robocop. They switched them around. Okay. Kill Human. <laughs> what does it mean? Who knows? Well, he kills a human at the start and then he kills a human at the end. It's actually really But it point. should be Kill Humans, I guess. It should be I mean, I hate to... <laughs> I hate to nitpick such yeah. a work of art. We're such plebeians. Anyway, uh, Frank Miller's Robocop. It's worth it just to have a look and see what, what could have been yeah. if they'd let Frank Miller have free reign. Yeah. Because it's, again, it's, it's crazy Frank Miller. Yeah. It's crazy old Frank Miller. Yeah. The, remember I mentioned that, that doctor, Dr. Fax? You did. Sexy doctor, Dr. Fax. I remember. She's got a different name in the comic books, that, which I can't recall, but they're real. Like, Frank Miller's not good at writing women for a lot of reasons. <laughs> no, no, he's not. And she's like... She's like this one-dimensional sex scientist. Well, that's <laughs> kind of the you know the problem with people have with Catwoman in The Dark Knight Returns. That yeah, was yeah. just like she's a prostitute. And most of the female oh, characters, the, in, Dark, most of the female yeah. characters in Sin City. Well, that's right. Yeah. Not Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, sorry, yeah. um, Year One. She's just like this kind of leather-clad, low-cut kind of <laughs> sex scientist. There's a lot of her bending over for no reason. There's doing science. Of, doing science, I suppose. Is she yeah. actually a sex scientist? No, she's just a regular scientist. Okay. <laughs> she's 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 the she she is. One of the brains behind Robocop 2, who in this case isn't Kane, it's a, it's a sort of a speed freak rehab officer, right. who's like the most psychotic of them all, and they, they put his brain in the, in the Robocop 2. Right, okay. Uh, and speed freak as in the drug, or as in really fast? No, he's, he likes drugs. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then his, his mind is wiped from the system for whatever, because Robocop finally defeats him, and then Good. she puts her own brain in, in, Robo, in Robocop 2. Because women are the the villains, right? Am I right? According to Frank. <laughs> it's a wild ride, I'll tell you what. It sure is. So I guess if we were going to read Eddie, read Frank Miller's, read The Terminator versus Robocop on the first one. Re- re- yeah, read Robocop versus yeah. The Terminator. And if is... you want to read the weirdest fucking thing ever, yeah. <laughs> read Kill Human. Yeah, boy, do. Absolutely. Any of any of the rest, take a them. Read sure. the trading cards. Yeah, sure. Now uh, there was a there was a few TV series. There was. I know you did a bit of research on this. Well, I remember. I I don't. I didn't really recall the TV series. I remember a few years ago. You're like, look what I've got the Robocop TV series. You'd got the bit of like. A... No, that's the TV movies. Well, we'll get to those. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited for those though. Really, really upset me. But uh, the Robocop the TV series, I didn't really remember watching many of the episodes. Was it the guy from Three? Who was Robocop in... Oh, was it a different guy? I think different it was a different guy. guy, yeah. TV actor guy. Gotcha. Back in the day, you couldn't cross over. You're either a movie actor or a TV actor. That's there right. There was no The Wire. No, <laughs> there then. was no The Wire. Mm. So I watched the first... I watched the first episode of the series, and it all came flooding back. And it's... Reviews are not good. Let me tell you. And again, it was a P... It was PG. <laughs> yeah. But it was TV PG. Oh, wow. So it's... It's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. PG. <laughs> it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. PG, but... But in the early 90s, like 94, yeah. 93, 94. Yeah. And it's, again, one of those series where Robocop is, he's this lethal enforcer. But for whatever reason, he's decided to go non-lethal all of a sudden. Is he shooting guns out of hands? He's shooting guns out of hands. There's a lot of, he has to, he has to neutralize a hostage situation. So he goes in there, he'll shoot a, he'll shoot a, a candelabra on somebody. Like he'll shoot a candelabra off a roof and it'll land on somebody. And they'll be like, oh no, I'm trapped, but I'm Okay. And then uh, immediately afterwards, he shoots the leg out of a bookcase. Bookcase lands on a guy. This sounds like Zorro. It does. It's more. He's more robot Zorro than anything. Yeah. It's um. 
I'll show you a clip later. You'll Please do. Yeah. It's How a, many episodes of this are there? Is there it's a like season? 22. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. I was going to I was very excited to watch some more of them because they're all on YouTube, but they're all dubbed into Russian. That's But fine. then I figure, watch them in Russian. Who cares? You know? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So, on the back of this, did the TV movies come out? Were they connected? No, this was many years later, I think. Okay. Um, okay, so then nothing really happened in the world at all. Until 2001, and you know what happened in 2001. Do right? I ever. Boy, yeah. never forget RoboCop Prime Directives. <laughs> the TV miniseries, movie miniseries. I'm assuming this is all new cast and crew and everything. It's all new yeah. cast. There's a few of the greats involved. Jerain Wynn Davies, who you might know as the the, uh, the main actor in Forever Night. Don't know the what nine, that is. The 1980s, 90s vampire TV series. Don't know. No, uh, the greatest. <laughs> Used to be on at 3am. Oh, I wow, would, okay. I would tape it every, every week. If you lo- love a low-budget TV cop show where the main character is a vampire who, for some, who nobody questions why he can only work at night, and his name's Nick Knight, also. <laughs> oh, but is it N I T E? Uh no, it's K K N I G. Oh well, that of course. Yeah, I'm absolutely. an idiot. You are an idiot. Come on, mate. And uh, Prime Directives is the one where Robo. It's it's decades after. It's like a decade after. I guess RoboCop three. I don't know if they. They must have set it after Robocop 3. Yeah. But anyway, he's he's kind of outmoded and there's no budget there, so he's kind of, he's a little run down. Sure. He's kind of, you know, they bring him in for PR exercises and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But anyway, and his his friend Cable, which is a future name. It is a future name. He's, for he's, a second, I was about to ask if it's the, but it's, it's no. obviously not. <laughs> it's obviously not. And he's killed in the line of duty and he becomes Robo Cable. <laughs> Fucking hell. I don't think they use that in the show. I can't even remember. Okay. But anyway, right. the point is that... He's exactly like Robocop, except he's got a different colour, and he's got two guns. And they just go and fight crime together? Yeah. Uh, or is it mostly about Robocable? Yeah, they sort of fight crime together, and then there's there's some crazy whack jobs out there that they've got to take care of, and then Cable goes crazy, because he can't, he can't deal with his inhumanity anymore, you know? Wow. It's pretty magical. That's a lesson in that. Yeah. How many of these movies are there? There's four, I think. Let me check. There was four. Mm. Right. Yeah. Worth watching? No. Ah, uh, I say that a lot, but in this world where everything's free. Sure. <laughs> but, you know, also I think we live in a time where there is so much good TV. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a really good point. So... You're right, TV is free, but at the same time, our lives are limited. So That's right. Yeah. Only by our imaginations mm. and time. Yeah. And Robocop. Mm. Wow. Is there anything else? Uh... Here's a fact about it, because I've just looked up the Wikipedia page. Sure. Okay. So Robocop is played, played by this actor, Paige, Paige Fletcher. Mm-hmm. That's not the fact. That's not the fun fact. That's a good right? one, though. Okay, but he turned he turned down the role of Robocop in the in the ninety series. Okay, bad move, but at the same time, great move. Um, okay, so he's on the shortlist to play it in Prime Directives, right? Mm-hmm. He read the four hundred and fifty page script in one sitting and was so taken by it that he wept. <laughs> it can't be that bad, no, then. No, no. Right? Oh boy. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm. Well, I guess I'll check that out or not check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there's there any? There's one other Robo more Robocop thing, isn't there? What the cartoon? Oh yeah. Did you? Did you familiar with that? There was a lot of. Oh, it's been it's been a very long time. It's in like a GI Joe style. It was more a GI Joe. There was actually two TV series. There's okay. two cartoons rather. Right. There, the first the first one it was a lot of. There was a. There was like a villainous scientist who worked in like the police department. He was always trying to get rid of RoboCop because RoboCop was, you know, not cool. 
And nobody was always like building new mechanical monsters to okay to, to take, take on out Robocop. Robocop. Yeah, it was yeah. So it was a, it was you know it was a kid show. Yeah. But again, it was, what a weird! It's such a weird property. Yeah. To become a kids show, yeah. become anything other than super violent insanity. I'm trying to think of another. Is there, if there are any other examples of anything R-rated which has been eventually become a kid-friendly thing? The closest thing I can think of is Freddy Krueger, I guess. But even then, they're still horror movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even in Freddy vs. Jason or whatever the last one was. Yeah, yeah. There was a Highlander I was going to say Highlander, that was, yeah. Was that rated R? I don't even remember. Well, maybe. There was but a even then, it's not, the future. It's not yeah. that violent. No, is exactly. It? But yeah. Rob- oh, not Robocop. Highlander also had those tally movies as well, didn't it? In the early 2000s. There was a TV series, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Endgame? Oh, that, no, that, that may have gotten a theatre release. Mm. In some small places in yeah, Eastern sure. Europe. In Eastern Europe. Whatever country Christopher Lambert's from. Yeah, exactly, or Lambert. Yeah. Is it Lambert or Lambert? I would imagine it's Lambert. Good. Yeah. So Endgame, quite good. All right. Here's how good the Highlander movies are, in order. Good. Endgame. This is our Highlander, Highlander podcast, by the way. Yeah. This is it. Endgame, best one. Highlander yeah. 4. Really? One. Yeah, best no. one. No. You know what? Because Highlander 1 is great. Yeah. And it sets the tone and it sets the, the series and it's a fully-fledged movie in its own right and it yes. doesn't need any sequels, which is why they made so many sequels. But... For a film that is largely concerned with sword fighting, the sword fighting is not that good. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, for... For great, great uh, fight choreography. Yeah. Good sword fighting. It's got Duncan MacLeod from the TV series in it. It's Duncan MacLeod, good. good. Enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, Highlander 1. Yeah. Highlander... Uh, it's got to be 3, right? 3, then 2. 2 because it's so ridiculous, then 3, then 5. Well, there's a five. Okay, right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Well, what are we he... talking about? Robocop. There we go. Anyway, the point is Robocop. The point is Robocop. I think. Um, yeah. And then there was one called there was a Robocop cartoon series called Alpha Commando, which I don't think had anything to do with anything. Okay. It didn't have any support cast. It didn't have any support cast like from any of the TV series or anything like that, or the the movies or anything. And he never took his mask off. So, well, I guess that's that's good. Yeah, <laughs> pretty great. I don't know. Yeah. So basically, I mean, that comes I, from hearing all this. Yes. And from hearing this magical journey that is Robocop. Into the toilet. A magical into the journey toilet. Into the toilet, sure. Then I think you're very much right in saying that we, that we I guess we are lucky to be getting this Absolutely new we are, yeah. I mean, it's. This I mean, is a franchise that's been driven into the ground that's more it. than once. More than once. I mean, I don't want to preempt the movie. And I have said before that I think it could very well be okay. Uh-huh. And we have those tickets, so. Yeah. We've sold that. So that's going to be great, yeah. That we probably can't even use. Right. But. Yeah, I mean, I guess it could be okay. In an ideal world, this will be the best movie ever made. This will be the Highlander 4 of Robocop Absolutely movies. Absolutely it will. Well, it is the fourth it Robocop movie. Robocop 4. Yeah. Mm. There you go. I mean, Joel Kinnaman, who's the main guy, he's in The Killing, and he's great. Gary Oldman's great. Uh, who else is in it? Samuel Abby, Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Gives it his all. Gives it his all. Great wig. Yeah. Abby Cornish, Australian uh, actor. Mm-hmm. Right, it's pro- probably good. She's good and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Michael she, Keaton, great. Michael Keaton's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, oh, uh, and... The guy who's Rorschach, whatever his name is. Oh, uh, I was going to say Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment. That is very incorrect. <laughs> Haley Joel Osment plays Junior Robocop. Yep. He's finally got that kid sidekick we've always been demanding. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie Earl Haley. Thank you. There, so we go. there you go. Well, I was going to say about Freddy Krueger. Yeah. That he was in the last Mortal Kombat. He was in the, that, game. that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And no. people, people always say, they're like, oh, these fatalities, they're a bit... They're a bit upsetting, aren't they? All oh, yeah, yeah. fatality, all these, all these. Now, that's not su- super disturbing. The violence isn't super disturbing. It's the fact that there's a playable character in that game who's a child molester. 
Like when he was alive. We can edit that out. No, we don't. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there you go. Well, that's all. That's Robocop for this week and the podcast. Yeah. Unless you have any more Robocop. Robocop, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So just get out there. Get some Robocop India. Yeah. Uh, I think we're gonna, we might do a DC animated one next week. Okay, cool. Because Justice League War is out. Excellent. Have you seen it? No, I'll get to it though. Get to it. And we'll talk about all the other ones that are, I don't know, mate, we've got, probably got a bit of watching to do this week. After Ooh. we get through all the Robocop that we have to watch now. Right? Yeah, we have gonna, to watch. I don't, yeah, I don't but that's know. the rule, I think. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Fantastic. That's the show for this week. Thank yeah. you for, to Gabriel Bruton for the theme. Absolutely. The Love it every time. If you want to hit us up, please do so at Weekly Planet Pod on Gmail, Twitter, Facebook. Mm. Mason's is at Wikipedia Brown. Correct. Ask him Robocop. Yeah, absolutely. Just, do that. Just tweet him Robocop well, question somebody, somebody mark. Somebody added me and it just says, Who is Robocop? <laughs> I didn't know how to answer. I just had to leave it. I didn't. <laughs> Did that really happen? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Great. Mm. Uh, mine is Mr. Sunday Movies. I, I replied... i was, was, what is Robot Cop? <laughs> You're not going to respond? Never. Okay. Never, ever. <laughs> yeah, mine is Mr. Sunday Movies. Hit us up with any questions you have, comments, rate us on iTunes. Any ideas for the show you want us to Absolutely. talk about something in particular? Yep, we will mm-hmm. talk about that particular thing. So next week, animated, week after like that... how much Indiana Jones sucks. <laughs> how about that? He doesn't, it's good. Yeah, he's great. No death threats, please. Week after that, uh, we'll do the Robocop. And, you know, with all the news and whatever that happens Absolutely. during the week. Then death. Well, that it comes to us all eventually, it does, isn't it? yeah. Yeah. All right. Pretty great. Pretty great. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 